Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is a show where we're looking at back episodes of the Heartland TV show, and we are into season 12. It's very exciting. <laughs> and I am film critic Rachel Wagner. Michelle's here. Hey, everyone. Can you believe it? We're, we're, we're finally made it to the short seasons, the shorter seasons, I should say. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, even just looking at these episodes, it, they feel so recent, and they are. It's like 2019. Mm-hmm. It sort of feels like we've been stuck in the past for <laughs> for such a long time, but yeah, it's crazy how quickly we've gone through these. Yeah, it it well, and it, but it also feels like we've done it forever. We've been yeah. doing this. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, day. yeah, it feels like we raced through them, and then when we look back, we're like, oh my god, like we've been doing this for <laughs> such a long time. Yeah, you had no idea what you're signing up for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, season 12 season 11 was kind of rough and yeah, uh, and so exactly. yeah <laughs> yeah and uh so we're excited to get to season 12 um you can tell that the they are, are still playing this game of of the uh rotating cast members uh-huh. a little bit uh, with this uh so somebody all of a sudden has to go to istanbul <laughs> <laughs> desperately despite the fact that that just a few uh months before she couldn't give her employees bonuses and had to make wreaths now she's yeah. flying all the way to istanbul at a moment's yeah. notice yeah she's just been a travel companion yeah yeah <laughs> but we'll talk more about that so yeah. episode one is dare to dream and this is uh the starting out our season it's amy and ty care for a wild mare and her foal which provides a solution to their parenting problems so overall what do you think about this episode um i really like this i really liked all three episodes um Mm -hmm. it really does feel like a lot of people had issues with season 11 um because if even in this episode like a lot of the conversations that amy and ty have it was conversations we've been waiting on for, for yeah. like seasons. It just feels like ever since Lindy w- was sort of a part of their lives, it feels like Ty was sort of not present and off on his adventures and Amy was sort of blissfully happy with that. And it just made no sense as like what we know of Amy and just the situation that she was in. It just felt quite inauthentic. Um, mm-hmm. So it felt nice to sort of finally have those conversations and it sort of feels like all oh, most aspects of the show are going back to sort of the the basics um you know we've got horse stories in this which I couldn't believe like multiple right. horse stories um yeah so it, it it really sort of um kicked off very positively for me mm-hmm. well and I, I mentioned last time that uh one of the things that you always found with the Cosby show was that uh-huh. they're always inventing weird, ridiculous reasons for the older uh, children to be forced to live at the house. And because mm-hmm. you needed people in the house in order to you know, yeah. tell the stories. Right. So they've come up with ridiculous reasons that Sandra and Janice had to stay <laughs> in the house. Yeah. And I feel like we're kind of getting that too with, with Harland. It's that, uh, these now it's Tim. There's uh, there's always these these uh, re- there's always these reasons that that they come up with to get this house extremely full. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like teen shows where they sort of like Dawson's Creek where they get to sort of season five and have to figure out how to keep them all in the same small town. Yeah, <laughs> even though they all have like like vastly different dreams and, and aspirations um you know yeah. is, <laughs> you know coming up with yeah, all of these creative ways of like well this person had to go to like a community college and this person decided to skip and this person like, just was I'm a big fan of the sort of the time jump <laughs> they just sort of skipped <laughs> sort of skip years you know they did that in one tree hill they just sort of skipped college um that way it made you know more sense to have them all sort of back in the one place um mm-hmm. yeah it's 
it's harder yeah, to show like this. Idea. It's a little bit easier because it, it is family, um, and you know they would probably want to stick together a little bit more. But yeah, um, it feels a lot more um, settled this season. Yeah. Well, it starts out with Amy working with this horse uh, named Bandit, mm-hmm. and Bandit has big trust issues. Uh, for some reason, they want to make it a trail horse. The owners, I don't really understand exactly why it almost seems like it's more of a bronc yeah it seems to have a little bit more sort of spirit um mm-hmm. i guess they, they want to sort of have it be very calm and yeah I, d- I don't really understand how you sort of um remove that sort of personality trait mm-hmm. you know, it just seems like a very sort of um spirited sort of active horse and you know it feels like you would <laughs> you would sort of purchase the horse based on it's sort of um I guess for a better word but like personality it, it's sort of you know attitudes you, you wouldn't pick yeah. a, a horse that's got a lot of attitude that's you know you're just wanting it to be a trail ride and you can tell I've been covering Heartland for 12 years that yeah. uh that well 12 seasons it feels like 12 years I've been covering Heartland that I know oh that's a bronc and that's a jumper and that's a- <laughs> because i definitely didn't know that before covering this show (laughs) that's for sure Uh, and yeah they amy is struggling with uh with balancing everything in her life which is i think the struggle of being an adult it's really hard making sure that you get everything kind of done and everybody take care of I've said it many times before. I have absolutely no work-life balance, zero, none. And it, it is hard when you live at your work. I mean, it's a huge blessing and I would never want it any other way, but yeah. you kind of have to, to a certain extent, you kind of have to throw the idea of balance completely out. When you live at your work, it's always there. It's always uh-huh. staring at you in the face. You always know there's something to be done and mm-hmm. it's, it's challenging. Yeah. and. Amy doesn't have sort of any sort of schedule you know she doesn't know if she's going to be working with a horse sort of one day to the next or sort of one week to the next you know she has emergencies yeah she has you know urgent cases she has sort of you know dry spells and it's like well how is she supposed to be you know a full-time coach a full-time mum and sort of a full-time sort of your horse whisperer um you know that was things that we sort of questioned last season Mm-hmm. Um, with Amy sort of having all of these different, different, um, different interests and different jobs and different things that she had to deal with, um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't being addressed. So I sort of liked yeah. that it was being addressed right off the bat. Yeah, I did too. And she says, "This is not who we are. Not a traditional family. They're not sharing raising Lindy like like they had hoped." Mm-hmm. The one thing I would say is I feel like with two incomes and not having a mortgage, I assume with the, you know, the apartment, I don't understand why they can't afford a, at least a babysitter. Like, yeah. If not an actual nanny. Yeah. And and not even something like full time, you know, a few days a week to sort of help out and take the the pressure off a little bit. Um, You know, that would make more sense, but yeah. I do like that they sort of mentioned the the sort of you know relying on the grandparents quite a bit um mm-hmm. and Ty sort of you know <laughs> you know at least he's not <laughs> off to you know a different continent this time he's sort of around but yeah just sort of you know off to work and sort of switching off and then you know but Amy's you know there 24 7 yeah, I mean, who um, would think that becoming a veterinarian would require such jet setting? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> high, high travel per career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And by the looks of it, he's running that entire veterinary practice by himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen Cass for a while. I haven't seen Cass. I haven't seen Scott. We'll see Scott a little bit last mm. season. Yeah, with that pencil and mustache. Yeah, yeah, let's not see that again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So we also have in this episode, Premier Equestrian wants to interview Georgie. And she's nervous about it because of everything that happened with the gossip site. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's like a star. Yeah, yeah. So it so, sort of seems like they're not letting go of this Olympic dream. It feels like that's something that they're, yeah, you know, going to continue. So we'll see how that goes. I do have to say, I feel like in these three episodes, they're continuing on making Georgie kind of irritating for me. She's very entitled. I feel like she seems like she feels like she's owed all of this stuff. And I don't know. I just not, not my favorite arc, Mm -hmm. I guess, for Georgie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it sort of feels like she's telling the professionals how to do their job yeah, yeah. quite a bit. And it's like, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to get into Olympics, you, you should really listen to the, the people that have gone on that journey before and gotten mm-hmm. people there. Um, you know, I, I'm not really sure how it works in terms of, you know, what horse you take and what all these different sort of things, but it feels like Georgie's getting a lot of incredible opportunities. Um, and still sort of questioning it all along. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I understand that that's, uh, that those teenage years are, uh, are fraught mm-hmm. with peril <laughs> and difficulties, yeah. but it just makes for a little bit of a grading character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we have a little bit of Lou flirting with Mitch and she's evidently extremely fine with the fact that Katie is in in uh, Vancouver with Peter uh for like a long time I I would probably uh, be a little I want to see my child more than more than she's seen her child here yeah yeah uh, like a little it, visit is one thing, but it seems like it's we're talking many weeks. Yeah, it, it's a little difficult because it's like what we've said over and over again. It feels like Lou is doing the exact same thing that Peter yeah. did that ended their marriage and it's mm-hmm. sort of continuing. Um, yeah, she know, says that this sort of back and forth, we still have no idea what's happening with. New York she sort of seems done with it and then sort of more interested again and yeah it's just it, it feels like that's something that will always be there as a way to take the actress out of the show when she's not available mm-hmm. yeah she says Katie's all grown up and flew to see her dad all alone and I'm like and she's still pretty what? young <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I think she's even how old is she what like six seven Something like that. Yeah, around that. Yeah, around that. Um. <laughs> I guess she's finished parenting. <laughs> she's yeah. done. Good job. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, how do you feel about Lou and Mitch? Do you do you feel the chemistry? Um, I mean, I thought they had chemistry, like insane chemistry, the first couple of seasons that mm-hmm. they, they sort of hinted at them. I feel like last season did a lot of damage. Um, the sort of back and forth, and I mean, I I feel like Kevin is someone that would probably have chemistry with with most people, but yeah, yeah. It, it feels a little bit of a struggle. Whereas you know, originally, like I was all in on them. I thought the chemistry just sort of bounced off the screen. That it, it was sort of crazy. Um, sort of the most chemistry we've seen on the show in, in a long time mm-hmm. but yeah it just sort of feels like last season it did a lot of damage and it feels like I really don't like this sort of slow burn where it is sort of back and forth and you know sort of misinterpreting things and you know it feels like you know we see we see Mitch have a different love interest and it just feels like that character has been set up to be hurt in some way so yeah it just sort Mm. of feels it doesn't feel as exciting as it first did yeah well it would be nice if we gave Lou an actual 
romance for once. Like with Peter, yeah. it was all so fast that uh-huh. they got together and all this. And then it was like immediate conflict pretty much from the start. Mm-hmm. And, and then with Mitch, I mean, I swear that it seems like they've hardly gone on a date. Mm-hmm. They got on the one date that was terrible at the very beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they have they really spent any real time together? They I mean they we've had kisses, we've had, you know, we hear about the fact that they are texting and stuff like that. But uh-huh. it would be nice to, for Lou to get like a real romance. It's yeah. It feels once. like that's yeah, that's that's sort of a problem with the show. It feels like Amy and Ty got that and no one else. Yeah. Um, you know. I guess we got a little bit with with um with Jack and Lisa in the beginning, but yeah, it feels like the majority of the the romances is sort of like they really like each other, and then they sort of jump to a relationship with a lot of issues. Um, so yeah, you don't really get sort of spoony, um, fun parts on this show as much. Yeah, yeah. So we find out that Tim has sold or selling big river he says i made a list of things i need and don't need and then big river was on the don't need i do feel like having tim move in to harlan ranch is a fun idea i feel like that's going to going to be entertaining between him and jack i think that'll be good yeah yeah i agree um and and you know you're losing sort of Lisa and Amy's not in the house as much and yeah mm-hmm. George's grown up so yeah it sort of adds a little bit of energy into the house um so I think it'll be fun mm-hmm. and Lou sees Mitch and Tim both at the jewelry store mm-hmm. and Tim might be looking at engagement rings and so Lou's like when the next episode she's like freaking out you know like what what's happening uh with uh Tim and Casey um which they had been broken up so it's probably a stretch to go to engagement rings but nevertheless we have both mm-hmm. both of these men looking for engagement rings yeah and i don't know about you but i feel like i would never want an engagement to be a surprise i would want to know that it's happening yeah you would want to at least be on the same page of like this is this is where we're going Mm -hmm. um you know make the actual time and when it happens a surprise but not the actual fact that you want to be engaged (laughs) and i absolutely would not want it to be in public absolutely not absolutely not no (laughs) no i swear i would say no <laughs> yeah I that just would think... just show that your partner doesn't actually know you right <laughs> yeah i i think the perfect would be well my parents used to live in in california so i always i used to say that it would be perfect to do like a, a road trip visit the folks and do it there like at a like basically kind of family uh setting but uh but i don't know just something like that not not like a megaphone or whatever at a sports that would be in my my nightmare (laughs) yeah that's awful (laughs) yeah it feels like that's more about the spectacle than it is about the actual engagement yeah yeah uh so we also have in this episode we have so in this episode we also have jack and ty finding a a wild horse and a foal Mm -hmm. and uh, they're injured the horse got injured on the barbed wire and the foal is stuck on the um bridge a broken Mm -hmm. bridge and i'm always amazed i've said it so many times how they're able to get these horses to do what they do it's unbelievable yeah especially the foal i mean yeah such a little baby and they're able to Mm -hmm. sort of get it to look so close I mean I was worried that it was it wasn't alive um Mm -hmm. when Ty got to it originally um because it just looked so sort of out of it but yeah like so incredible what they're able to do Mm -hmm. yeah and 
they you still see the appropriate kind of awe and a little bit of fear in uh dealing especially these wild horses and uh with amber and um and the whole cast do a great job with that yeah yeah you know whether they're, they're actual you know wild horses or not but the way they're able to sort of get them to act that way um, and be in such close quarters to the actors, mm-hmm. um, they're able, they must have obviously be able to do it in a safe way. But yeah, it it certainly looks pretty close on screen. Yeah, yeah. This direct this episode is directed by Chris Potter actually. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's done a number of them. It seems like at this yeah, point. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's this is also written by Heather Heather Conkey. And and then <clears throat> Ty and Amy decide that they're going to go into business together, which makes a ton of sense. Yeah, it feels like this is something that they've sort of held off for such a long time. Um, it feels like but the setting sort of Ty, you know, decided that he was going to be a vet. This is something that was talked about. So it's sort of nice to see this actually happen now. Um, and just sort of glancing through the sort of, episode description for the season it looks like ties around quite a bit yeah. so hopefully we actually do see them you know build this business and and really sort of become a team yeah well i mean it seems like if i was needing to have my horse taken care of that would be very appealing to having yeah. the vet right there on site yeah yeah for sure and in this sort of like I mean, I know that the sort of vet that I use, they're very homeopathic and very sort of, you know, they they don't, um, drugs aren't an answer to everything, you know, different mm-hmm. sort of therapies and different sort of herbal remedies, they, you know, they sort of consider everything. Um, and I imagine that's, you know, very appealing to, um, you know, yeah. animal owners. It's, it's um, And even if you don't believe in things like horse whispering, the idea that there's a vet there, you know, like you say, it's very appealing. Yeah. She said, I wouldn't change anything except having you around more. And I think that yeah. we are, uh, because of the, for the audience there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And I think that the pandemic has caused a lot of people to, to realize they could work from home and mm-hmm. that they enjoy it. I think it's changed a lot of people's outlook on that um obviously certain jobs you have no choice but to go into the office but uh when you can i i think it it it's a great way to live i mean in my opinion at least again you have that problem of your work is always kind of staring you in this in the face so it has its its downsides but especially if you were you know a parent i think it would be really great to just be able to be there. I mean, my dad, I grew up with my dad working from home and he was, he was always there. You could always pop in and it probably drove him crazy, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I definitely feel like I got to see my dad a lot more than, uh, you know, some, uh, some of my peers, you know, where if, if the dad is, is gone and, you know, eight to 12 hours a day you you hardly get to see them and so i think it's a it's a really nice way to to live so yeah that's for a good, sure yeah good thing for amy ty yeah yeah it's so not Lou, possible for me but yeah like so yeah. many friends i've had during this time have just talked about how their mental health is so much better yes how many hours they're getting back that you know they would spend traveling to and from work and you know they're healthier because they're eating better like all of these different things that um mm. it would it's upsetting to think that things are just sort of going to go back to normal now um right. when all of the benefits were so sort of evident during that time yeah yeah it's like why can't we take the good that from this kind of horrible experience we could take mm-hmm. some good from it and learn yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and some things I think uh, have gotten better. Like, I think the whole 
virtual healthcare is a huge plus to uh, the people can see a doctor and just online and not have to go out and you know risk infecting everybody but then also uh that there i think a lot of people are more likely to actually get treatment uh because it's easy and uh, it it's less intimidating than going into the doctors it's they can it's it, you can do it in a more affordable way uh i mean i just think it's a great win for like everybody <laughs> i think yeah. that's it that's the i think that's the best takeaway uh, th that we got from the pandemic is uh virtual healthcare. i think it's a great thing mm -hmm. yeah agreed mm -hmm. anyway um so lou is considering selling her share of the maggie's nyc so evidently oh. this thing is thriving it's doing great <laughs> yeah i don't believe it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, yeah. it's, it's doing a, so yeah. well that it's barely <laughs> off the ground it's doing so well that you know Lou's going to sell out and sort of be set for life it's the new uh, like IHOP <laughs> yeah I don't believe Denny's. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and also like we've learned a little bit about Maggie's in these last few episodes of you know all of the meat comes from Heartland I can't imagine that's the same for the one in New York right so yeah evidently it's all homegrown just not a natural franchise just the, the original they evidently have a lot more cows than we realized and <laughs> they've, <Yeah>. they've <laughs> and now they've sold big rivers they don't even have that yeah but, i don't know what happens to all of their cattle then yeah i i don't know um, so Georgie decides to go ahead and meet with a reporter and she talks about her, uh, talks about Lou and talks about, uh, Marion and Amy and, and this is all these women are my mentors. That was mm -hmm. very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That was a yeah. good, um, a good way to end the episodes. Um, it just feels very, it feels like, like I said, back to basics what we love about the show mm -hmm. and so we also find out that mitch is dating again and did lou think that that he was buying a ring for her because they weren't even dating yeah it's it sort of seems like a crazy leap yeah <laughs> um originally i thought oh she thinks that he's buying her a gift of some kind and i didn't think but the idea oh, like a necklace or something. Yeah, yeah, like a bracelet or something. Like the idea that she actually thought that he was going to propose when, you know, like you said, they've been there on, you know, a handful of dates and they've broken up like three times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in such a short time. So, yeah. I guess it makes sense a little bit for Lou. Um, she does tend to jump to conclusions quite a bit, but yeah, it's all been crazy. Yeah. So what would you give this episode one to ten? Um, I would give it an eight. Yeah. I think yeah, that's a good one. Good score. I agree. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode. It's Baker Publishing Group. If you're looking for your next summer read, check out Where the Road Bends from author Rachel Fordham. In a desperate bid to save her family's land, Nora King agrees to marry a man she barely knows. But just days before the wedding, she comes across a badly injured stranger who upends all her plans and steals her heart along the way. For more information on Rachel and her books, go to www.rachelfordham.com. That's www.rachelfordham.com. All right. So then we have the next episode is called Hearts Run Free. And it's Amy and Ty plan a romantic trip to Pike River, but Jack tags along to visit an old friend. And uh, it is also directed by Chris Potter. So I said double duty this time. Mm -hmm. And overall, what did you think of this episode? Um, I didn't love the the um, the Lisa plot. Um, it just felt a little strange and 
I'm sort of over this whole idea that every time she wants to travel, it's a conflict. Right. Um, but yeah, I really liked the horse story. I loved Will in this episode. Like just seeing the development of that character over the course of all of these seasons has been, you know, a joy to watch. So yeah, there's a lot I like about this episode. Um, overall very positive. But yeah, the Lisa stuff was kind of like out of nowhere a little bit. Yeah, I, I, especially when you consider, like I said, that just a couple episodes ago she couldn't afford to give yeah, anybody and... <laughs> yeah getting audited she couldn't afford to give any bonuses making wreaths uh, but now she's evidently uh able to go off to istanbul at a moment's notice which is not cheap a flight like that you're going to spend at least twelve hundred dollars at least mm-hmm. um so i don't know i mean i if aunt evelyn needs her so badly then she really should pay for her plane flight yeah, yeah, I, I would hope that that would be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I they Jack and Lisa they have they have a really nice relationship, but it is kind of a tired tired plotline at this point with um yeah her her traveling and um and it, you know at a certain point he says well I'll go with you and 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 well I'm gonna travel too and. Turns out he's really just talking about going to Pike River. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They- it, it just feels like it's something that they made peace with and that Jack mm-hmm. was very accepting of. Um, you know, I understand it's a little bit of a different situation. It's not, you know, a business trip. It's, you know, being a travel companion. Yeah. Um, and, and this idea, I mean, we've seen Evelyn. We know that she's not, <laughs> she's not the most stand-up sort of, you know type of person but the idea that she's you know manipulative and you know doing this just to get Lisa out there you know we, we don't really know um what's going on there but yeah it, it seemed a little bit <coughs> a little bit difficult to believe that Lisa just had to go out there to travel because why <laughs> yeah no it, it it did I agree <laughs> um we also have Lou she keeps calling Tim. She's freaking out. She wants to know what's going on. And it was kind of cute. I liked that. Like it was, it was a little funny and, and, and cute. Cause I would be the same. I mean, if, uh, if I knew that anybody in my family was proposed, was proposing, yeah. I would be like, what's that, you know, what's happening. I would, <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that she was able to sort of hold the secret for so long because it's so the opposite of what Lou would do like she would spill the beans <laughs> yeah yeah and he it's I guess they couldn't get Casey because it would have been interesting to to have seen uh, I mean he didn't actually propose but it would have been kind of interesting to see their conversations at least or you know some kind of I mean I'd love for them to get engaged because I like them as a couple uh-huh. I, I do like them as a couple, but I do think he was really awful to her. Um, yeah. Even though he was going through his own um, health issues, um, I don't think that excuses his behaviour towards her. Um, but yeah, it would be nice to have sort of a clean break and sort of know that it's either, you know, a possibility that, you know, they may continue a relationship or if it is completely done mm-hmm. um yeah it would be nice to sort of have her back and and just sort of end that storyline if that's the way it's going yeah or maybe get somebody else mm-hmm. i was thinking about it that it is kind of funny that they have just like completely forgot about the fact that tim has a, a as a son like, yeah it's out there <laughs> yeah i forget like- his name what was it what Trent or something what was his name I can't even think of the name it's been so long yeah Shane is it Shane Shane Shane, oh my god I think I remembered it Shane um yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like 25 now (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so I for some reason I don't know why I thought Will had 
had died. I thought he had like the last time we saw him, it was at the um the Hall of Fame ceremony. And I that was the impression I got that he had he had like a terminal illness or something. I think he had a lot of health issues that he had under control, but Jack sort of was worried that he didn't. Um yeah, I think he was sort of in a good place in terms of um you know, getting th- getting his health under control, getting his life under control and his drinking and, and sort of etc. But yeah, it seems like I think they sort of tried to it was a little bit of a red herring because they sort of laid out the fact that he had medication and you know, he was coughing and that's always like a <laughs> that's always like a signal of like someone's dying on a show. Um I think it was a sort of a little bit of a red herring. That didn't actually come to anything. Yeah, I I guess so. I I was glad to see him. I think that that pretty much all the episodes with him and up at Pike River have been really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so, so that I was think fun. Last... I was like, oh, you're yeah, still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last thing we saw that he was going to try and sort of reconcile things with his um with his ex so it seems like that's that's worked out to the point that he's like really cleaned himself up you know seems all dressed up just on a daily basis now so Georgie tells Amy that she's thinking about switching coaches which I feel like makes total sense you need like a real professional coach if you're going to the Olympics yeah, you you need a full time coach at that point. Yeah, you need someone that's you know going to push you and going to you know like I said be there um and has experience. Yeah, um, it, it just seems like a natural progression, and it seems I do like that Amy did. You know, she was a little bit hurt, but overall took it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she tells uh, Ty that it stings a little bit, but she understands. Uh, and uh, so they decide to go. That's when they decide to go to Pike River mm-hmm. for a break. And sometimes I think like the little weekend breaks are the most relaxing than like a long trip, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, can be fun, but it's, it's it can be also you know, exhausting where it's just like a little break, a little staycation, maybe something like that for just a couple of days, I think it's, yeah. it's just so relaxing and you don't have to worry about, it's not hard to prepare for. It's not hard to recover from. I don't know. I think it's nice. Yeah. yeah that's what I've done the last couple of years. I've just not been able to travel outside the country. Um, mm-hmm. You know, any sort of trip I've taken overseas, you need sort of a week to recover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know not the same when you're you know a couple hours from where you live right yeah <clears throat> and so then uh the uh sorry i lost my place again um and then uh so georgie meets with kim price and uh, kim says that she's interested in her but she insists on riding uh on her riding a horse of her choosing and the phoenix is holding her back and uh, they, it's kind of interesting because georgie spent a long a long time like barely paying attention to phoenix yeah yeah like, for sure and like i said i'm not sure how it works in terms of a question sort of that level of a question where is it is it you sort of get hired by a coach and then you ride their horses mm-hmm. or is it that you bring your own like I'm not sure how that works um I have no idea but yeah it seems like George is sort of laid down the law on a coach that seems really really hard to you know even get to work with you um and also it feels like you would have you know in case you get injured or your horse gets injured, they would have backups that it would be sort of like revolving horses and revolving sort of riders. Mm-hmm. That there's always a horse for you, that there's always a rider for the horse. 
Yeah. And I would think that they, they have sort of the, the right, uh, training regimen for the horse as well as for the rider yeah you know that they can do there where you know phoenix just a heartland isn't going to have the same kind of food and regimen yeah. and uh things that you're going to have at where kim yeah, where kim's at yeah it feels like that's what flame was you know he was you know a horse that was in need of a rider um mm-hmm. and it was you know whoever whoever was best for him at the time you know it wasn't you know he was the sort yeah. of um the star <laughs> well and like we said last time equestrians uh athletes are often older uh mm-hmm. that you'll have athletes in your in their 40s and 50s uh, and so i don't understand why it seemed like with flame the only option was which teenager is gonna ride <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but, uh, they, Amy and Ty try to integrate the, uh, mare and foal with Will's horses and it's becoming difficult because of the stallion. Mm-hmm. That was a beautiful horse. That yeah. Stallion. Yeah. All of the horses and, and, and this episode were so good. And like, I guess, like I said, I'm not sure if it was actual wild horses, but it certainly looked that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way they had them sort of it was very clear the way that they had to sort of get that one horse to sort of accept mm-hmm. you know the other horses into the fold but yeah it, it was sort of beautifully done yeah it, it, that was really good very beautifully shot uh, and the the confidence that Ty and Will both have in Amy is very sweet you're the yeah. miracle girl <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> um we do find out that will's off the booze <laughs> and he <laughs> made amends with his lady <laughs> Which is yeah, so good. yeah so he writes a song and he has a yes if jack will uh put it to music and so we get to see um sean playing the guitar and that was very sweet i like that yeah yeah, I'm hoping that that's like a future sort of storyline of, you know, Jack getting back into his music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we have Mitch and Lou and Mitch says, you're being weird. <laughs> <laughs> and Lou says oh, that she's dating somebody. And oh my God, they're so like teenagery about this. I like, they can't even have a conversation without Lou like making some some lie up. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this is a total nitpick, but I do feel like they always overstyle Lou up. Like she's supposed to be, you know, just an everyday working on the farm kind of thing, and she looks like she got a professional blowout on her hair, <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know. I I think they could make her a little bit more grounded sometimes. Uh, uh-huh. And I also just hated this whitewashed denim shirt that she was wearing. <laughs> this scene again, it does not matter. It's just fashion, but I really didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, we've got to always sort of hold on to the fact that Liz a city girl, despite mm-hmm. the fact that she's lived in Heartland for a decade. <laughs> Yeah, it would it would be nice, like I said, to have her be a little bit more grounded. I mean, she's mom of two, uh, and uh, uh, you know she's running like three businesses. She's not going to have her hair, you know, curled every day. Um, but uh, we also have Lisa saying that she's going to turn over her Fairfield clients to Amy and Ty. She's going to support them. That was very sweet. Yeah. Um, and as she's going to go to Istanbul and Jack says, I love you. Lisa says, I love you more. That was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I like that they sort of left on good terms, even though, mm-hmm. you know, I question the storyline in general. Um, 
yeah, it was nice that it, it was nice that you know he made peace with it in his mm-hmm. own way. Yeah, and then I did like when Jack says to Tim, "You're still here." it's funny yeah he's not going anywhere anytime soon no uh so kim price and georgie make a deal that if she's able to make a certain time uh on the course with uh with phoenix then they'll allow it her to ride him and uh, she starts out five seconds behind which i think in like the world of professional sports is like a lot yeah, it seems a lot. Yeah. Yeah, most sports that I watch seem to be down to like the, the millisecond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she gets down to two seconds and then down to one second. And so she agrees uh, to allow her to uh, race Phoenix, which again, like not that long ago, Georgie could care less to the point where Jack had to ride Phoenix because it wasn't getting any attention (laughs) yeah uh but we find out that tim decides to not propose to casey which is a bummer but oh well i guess um and it sort of bugs me that the the conversation sort of faded out and i'm like oh i guess we're just never going to find out yeah yeah it's like how do you go from like not wanting to marry somebody to to not wanting to be in a relationship with them at all (laughs) yeah it's a swing (laughs) but uh then we get we end with a scene between amy and georgie saying that you maybe you do need someone like kim to take you to the next level Uh uh-huh yeah definitely so what would you give this episode one to ten um 7.5 mm-hmm I think that's good. I think that's true. It had a lot going on for one episode. There were a lot of characters that were yeah. involved and, and you had a good, pretty good horse story. Uh, so I think it was a pretty, a pretty good episode. All right. Then our last episode is called Just Breathe. And this episode is Ty is asked to mentor a troubled kid, but finding common ground proves harder than he expected. This is directed by Megan Follows, which is kind of fun. Oh, he plays Ty's mom. Uh, and so this episode, I overall, I really liked everything with the little boy. I thought that was kind of classic Heartland. The uh-huh. stuff with the, the girlfriend with Maya and the yoga, horse yoga, I was less into and yeah, her drama yeah. with Mitch and everything. Um, but I really liked the kid stuff. Do you agree? Yeah, I think this is such a great storyline for, for Ty. Um, and by extension, Amy. Yeah, this is such a good way to sort of bring Ty back into the fold because it does feel like he's been gone for so long. Um, and then Little Boy is such a good actor as well. I feel like they got a really good kid actor here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I, I agree. He was really cute. I could almost see him being the next Georgie. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it feels like that's the way they're going of like Georgie's sort of grown up and almost a, a high school senior now. Um, so yeah, they need, they need more kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Katie isn't available apparently. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, so Clint... It introduces them to this kid named Luke. He's really quiet. He's really brooding. He uh, is uh, upset. And so uh, they're, they're putting together this uh, tree house. It was really more like a clubhouse than a tree uh-huh. house for Lindy. And I, I, if I were Lou, I'd be a little irritated because Lindy has gotten way more attention than Katie ever got. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I was all for it until, you know, Tim brought out the, the fact that he'd been wanting to build this house for for Amy and, and Louie for so long. But yeah, it makes no sense that he wouldn't build it for <laughs> for Katie and, and Georgie. Right, yeah. Like, 
the, uh, the, the even it started from the very beginning when they had the supposed uh, heirloom uh, bassinet thing uh-huh. cradle. Yep. <laughs> like <laughs> you only bring that out for Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, for Katie, <laughs> but it's uh, the um, the the dynamic between Luke and Ty, and then even Luke and Tim was you know interesting because Tim gets is getting pretty upset, tries to take his phone away, and that makes him run away. Uh-huh. And uh, the he says he's a bit of a live wire, but so are you. That's what Clint says. Yeah, yeah, and I really like the I really like the dynamic between between Luke and Tim. It feels like it feels like there's a lot more there um, mm-hmm. for the future. Yeah, um, and definitely intrigued on what's going on with his mom because it feels like is he even talking to his mom? Um, yeah, it yeah, feels like and going for some heartbreak with this kid. It was so cute when Tim gave him his cowboy hat. I was. Like, that was peak Tim. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and uh, and they have this little talk about about fighting, and uh, about the fact, that, like you said, that they the kids at school said mean things about his mom. Uh-huh. And that was Ty and Luke. Sorry, Ty and Luke that did that. And uh, he says, "You get a fire inside you, so you lash out." And he says, "How do you stop feeling that?" He says, now I just breathe and the anger drains out of me. Uh, and he says, how long does it take? And it's a few minutes and sometimes a few years. And nobody's ever been arrested for breathing. It was, it was a good moment. It was a really good moment. And it shows just how much Ty's grown. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't too long ago before he was, you know, getting into fights. and That's true with Caleb. Yeah, every couple of episodes it seemed like it. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Ashley's brother. I can't think of his name, but yeah, fight with him. Um, so we find out that Mitch is dating this woman, Maya, and she is a basically like a kind of a hippie type. She's vegan, and uh, she. Yeah. Believes in gemstones. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've, I, I've seen all of this because my, I don't know if you knew, but my aunt is a like self help guru person. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay. She, she has a whole system called dressing your truth, which I think it's fun. I have no problem with it, but, uh, but yeah, she. I don't, she has she thinks that there's like energy from everything and that there's particular types of energy and she would be I think totally into this whole gemstone thing but I, I mean I think a lot of it is probably um probably placebo that yeah. you're looking for something to help you and I mean with mental health like placebo is is just as like if it helps you then it's fine like yeah. placebo is just as good as anything else um with 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 mental health uh, but uh, but anyway these gemstones and uh what do you think about maya um yeah it, it does feel like they're sort of setting her up to get her heart broken um and it was sort of from zero to a hundred with the relationship i mean dropping the elbow so i was like okay yeah We've just met this woman um uh and yeah, I, I agree. Like, if, as long as no one's hurting anyone else, you know, they're open to believe whatever they want. Um, as long as you're not, you know, damaging, you know, anyone around you. You know, if you want to believe it, you know, gems can, you know, have the power of healing and, and all of these things, then, you know, go for it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it just, it's a fun dynamic to bring into the Heartland world, which is very practical. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was so nice in that sense of of bringing in a different perspective. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they would be a kind of a bad match, her and Mitch, 
but you're, you're always going to have differences with your partner. You're never going to believe exactly the same things and, yeah. you know, accept exactly the same things. That was one thing I always liked on, uh, on big bang theory was like sort of like the differences between Penny and Leonard, you know, that Leonard was all science and everything had to be kind of researched and everything. Whereas, whereas Penny, she, you know, followed her horoscope and, you know, did things like that. Yeah. Uh, which I think made Leonard grow as a character and be more uh, interesting. Um, so you can have that, but I don't know. I feel like these two aren't, aren't, a, aren't a very good match. Yeah. 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 I agree. Like a few differences here and there, but the amount of things that Mitch was listening in terms of like, he, you know, <laughs> a few episodes was selling cattle for, you know, right. <laughs> that's and, true. And, and yeah, it just feels like they are, you know, in a bit of a honeymoon period. And those, yeah. you know, issues that aren't very much issues right now would, you know, very much come between them eventually. I also don't really understand why she cared so much that Lou and Mitch had dated. Who cares? I mean, they, at least from her perspective, they, there hadn't been anything she hadn't Lou hadn't behaved inappropriately at all she'd been very nice Uh and I mean they barely dated they didn't even go on a date and so it's not like it's her it's not like she's his ex-wife or something like that yeah and it also feels like you know Maya you know it seems a little unreasonable that she would know every aspect of his life um because like he said, you know, in the episode, you know, there's lots of different things that she has interest in and different retreats. And, you know, he didn't even know that she was at the Dude Ranch. Mm-hmm. So why would he sort of, you know, reveal that? Um, and maybe he has told her about her next, but she just doesn't know that it was Lou. Yeah, and I just don't understand why she would care like she acted like this was a betrayal (laughs) yeah and for a change like Lou was really good in this episode you know she Mm -hmm. was very sort of polite and nice um throughout the whole episode so yeah I don't see why it's an issue yeah and uh so then we also have uh Lou saying at the end that uh, she's going to go back to New York something came up this bugged me so much. I was like, really? I thought we were done. <laughs> I guess Katie is still in Vancouver, so why not? <laughs> um, we also have Georgie uh taking Maya's phone, which was weird. Um, yeah, it was a weird sort of moment, but I did love Georgie and Wyatt just sort of reacting to everything. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That's, That's so true. funny. Yeah. But and I don't know why Georgie is so seems so upset by the fact that uh, that I, I didn't think she was that attached to Mitch. No, it feels like Katie was the one that was attached to Mitch. <laughs> right. Yes, that's right. Um, but you're but as you say, uh, Wyatt is back, and uh-huh. he says, "I want to be your friend," uh, and I, I'll avoid giving any relationship advice (laughs) which i've said it many times but that's all that you should be in high school you should just be friends and have a good time together because there's no point in escalating because you're not going to get most people aren't going to get married in high school so just you're just asking for a world of trouble if you have like some super serious relationship in high school just have fun just enjoy uh-huh. each other. I don't know. Yeah. It feels like this show is, is very much the, the sort of high school sweetheart show, but we already mm-hmm. have that with Amy and Ty. Yeah. So, yeah. And my, my best friend in high school married her high school sweetheart, uh, but it still wasn't until, you know, a couple of years later and uh-huh. we, we, had, we had fun uh, together uh they're still married they got they uh all these years later that was in 2000 i i think it was in 2000 actually that they got married so 
amazing 22 years high school sweethearts but it's just a little sometimes a little more intense than i think like 99 percent of high school relationships are on shows like yeah these. yeah for sure um and we don't even know if they even go to high school together <laughs> right that's true yeah we haven't seen and we saw a little of amy going to school we haven't seen any of georgie going to school summer school and that was sort of it mm-hmm. yeah so that was the episode i thought it was a pretty good one overall um i, I think i'd give this one an eight as well yeah i agree an eight. yeah well let us know if you're listening what you think and what you would give the uh, these episodes i'd love to hear your thoughts and uh, michelle where can people find you um on twitter at michelle r benson great and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Round Tomatoes. Check that out. And also make sure you're following the Homeworkies Podcast, Homeworkies Pod, and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your reviews, five stars. We'd really appreciate it. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that. We also have the Patreon group and merch store where we have Harlan inspired merch. So check that out. And uh, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.